You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Numbers chapter 32. Verses 1 to 5, Request to Inherit East of the Jordan. While they are still over on the east side of the Jordan River, the tribes of Reuben and Gad, who had very large herds and flocks, saw that the lands of Jazer and Gilead were suitable for livestock. The land was likely filled with green grass for their sheep and goats and cows to graze, and they thought it would be so much more convenient to leave their vast herds here with their families instead of bringing them across, only to return later. So they came to Moses and Eleazar the priest and to the leaders of the community and asked for the land already subdued by the Lord since they had livestock. This was the area north of the Arnon River and south of the Jabbok River. They said, Let this land be given to your servants as our possession. Do not make us cross the Jordan. Verses 6 to 15, Moses' response. Moses responded, Should your fellow Israelites go to war while you sit here? Why do you discourage the Israelites from crossing over into the land the Lord has given them? This is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to look over the land. After they went up to the valley of Eshcol and viewed the land, they discouraged the Israelites from entering the land the Lord had given them. The Lord's anger was aroused that day, and he swore this oath, Because they have not followed me wholeheartedly, not one of those who were twenty years old or more when they came up out of Egypt will see the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not one except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, son of Nun. For they followed the Lord wholeheartedly. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he made them wander in the wilderness forty years until the whole generation of those who had done evil in his sight was gone. And here you are, a brood of sinners, standing in the place of your fathers and making the Lord even more angry with Israel. If you turn away from following him, he will again leave all this people in the wilderness, and you will be the cause of their destruction. First Moses accused them of taking the easy way out, while the rest fought in wars. They would be settled comfortably and would not join the other ten tribes in conquering Canaan. Then he feared they would discourage everyone else as the spies had done forty years earlier, leading to another revolt just before they were to enter the land, as now. Then he reminded them that God was so angry at their rebellion and disobedience that he swore no one from that generation would enter the land except the two faithful spies, Joshua and Caleb. And they saw that God had kept his word since that whole generation had died while they had wandered in the wilderness for forty years. Did they forget? They must have, because now they were a new generation doing the same thing that their ancestors did. Moses feared that if they forsook God, he would forsake them. They would be also be left in the wilderness and be destroyed. Verses 16 to 19, the clarification. They approach Moses to explain. We would like to build pens here for our livestock and cities for our women and children, but we will arm ourselves for battle and go ahead of the Israelites until we have brought them to their place. Meanwhile, our women and children will live in fortified cities for protection from the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until each of the Israelites has received their inheritance. 
we will not receive any inheritance with them on the other side of the Jordan, because our inheritance has come to us on the east side of the Jordan. So they committed themselves to provide warriors for the fight, while their women and children remained on the east side of the Jordan in fortified cities. They would not return until the other tribes also received their inheritance. Verses 20 to 24, Agreement with Conditions. Then Moses said to them, If you will do this, if you will arm yourselves before the Lord for battle, and if all of you who are armed cross over the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven out his enemies out before him, then when the land is subdued before the Lord, you may return and be free from your obligation to the Lord and to Israel, and this land will be your possession before the Lord. But if you fail to do this, you will be sinning against the Lord, and you may be sure that your sin will find you out. Build cities for your women and children, and pens for your flocks, but do what you have promised. So Moses agreed to their request if they did as promised. But he warned them that if they failed to do as they said, God would certainly find and judge them for it. Leviticus chapter 4 spoke of intentional and unintentional sins and what to do once they were discovered, implying they usually were. We saw this happen with Reuben in Genesis 35, and the patriarchs being found out for selling Joseph into slavery, Genesis 42. We'll see it again with Achan in Joshua chapter 7, and we'll see that with Jonah as well in Jonah 1 verse 7. Verses 25 to 32, Dedication. The Gadites and the Reubenites promised Moses with an oath, We, your servants, will do as our Lord commands. Our children and wives, our flocks and herds, will remain here in the cities of Gilead. But your servants, every man who is armed for battle, will cross over to fight before the Lord, just as our Lord says. So Moses gave orders about them to Eleazar the priest, and Joshua son of Nun, and to the family heads of the Israelite tribes. He said to them, if the Gadites and Reubenites, every man armed for battle, cross over the Jordan with you before the Lord, then, when the land is subdued before you, you must give them the land of Gilead as their possession. But if they do not cross over with you armed, they must accept their possession with you in Canaan. Moses made it public so they would be accountable to keep their word. They agreed, your servants will do what the Lord has said. We will cross over before the Lord into Canaan armed, but the property we inherit will be on this side of the Jordan. Verses 33-42, to 42, Confirmation of Agreement Now that it was agreed, the half-tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, also rich with flocks, um, requested the whole land of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the king of, kingdom of Og, king of Gashan, which they had already conquered east of the Jordan. They built up and fortified many cities and built pens for their flocks. They then changed the names of those cities since they had names of idols like Nebo and Baal-Meon. They even drove out some of the Amorites who were in the region of Gilead. They didn't just tag along but fought for their own territory. They will return to the land, and this is recorded in Joshua chapter 22. Scarlet Threads. So what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or the Gospel do we find in this chapter? Moses challenged the Reubenites and Gadites, should your fellow Israelites go to war while you sit here? So while we are here in the church militant um, and we are members of one body, we ought to bear one another's burdens 
and remember those in prison or mistreated as if we were there with them. Moses warned them to keep their word, or you may be sure that your sin will find you out. Some people's sins are evident in this life, and others follow after, but all will be found out at the judgment. Then the Lord will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and judge the secrets of people by Christ. You've been listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Numbers chapter 33. May God bless the study of his word.